Welcome back to Better Together. In this episode, I am catching up with Nori Castro and Nathan DeVoe from the Gwinnett Community Outreach Team. We'll cover some new engagement opportunities for residents, as well as discuss outreach events happening this fall. Go ahead and have your calendars ready to save the dates and the events. All right, Nori, let's start with you. Please share with our audience, um, our listening audience, a little bit about your background and how you got started with community outreach. Yeah, for sure. So I am originally a higher ed and student affairs practitioner. So a lot of my career has been at universities and colleges, really yeah. doing um, diversity work, doing a lot of multicultural student affairs work. Um, I have planned a lot of, I have executed and planned a lot of service learning curriculums and initiatives. Um, so that's where a lot of my professional life has been. Um, I transitioned into community outreach because my experiences really matched what you all were looking for in a community engagement manager. Um, and right before this, um, I was very familiar with the area working with students in the county, uh, doing a lot of service learning, community engagement work. Um, so it just, it really aligned. I started my doctoral work oh, wow. um, and I just wanted to come into more of the public sphere. Well, we are definitely glad to have you. Were any of the colleges that you were at, were there any of the, um, what is it, ACC or any SEC, which colleges? Yeah, so the most recent one was actually Georgia Gwinnett College. Okay, good. Yeah, so what was exciting was really being there during a time where um, I don't think that they are formally federally recognized as a Hispanic-serving institution yet, um, but the numbers were, when I was still there, the numbers were right under um, the threshold that was needed to be a Hispanic-serving institution. So being there during that time was really cool. Um, and before that, I've been at some colleges and universities in North Carolina, um, and I was also at Oglethorpe in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, good. And one of the reasons why I asked that question is because I'm from North Carolina, so I'm always supporting that. And then we have a great, strong partner with Georgia Gwinnett College, so it's good to hear that we kind of took you from them, <laughs> which is fine, but it's all good. But Nathan, what about you? What is some of your background? So my background is, uh, well, first of all, thank you for having me. Uh, pleasure to be here. I am a husband and a father, uh, originally from Washington State, okay. uh, moved to the East Coast uh, to go uh, pursue my undergrad degree at Hampton University in okay. Virginia. Uh, and after graduating from Hampton, joined the military uh, this past June, uh, marks 19 years of military service for me. Okay. Uh, more recently, I transitioned from active duty service in October of last year and joined uh, the community outreach team in February of this year. Uh, I come to Gwinnett County by way of Gwinnett 101 Citizens Academy. Yes. Uh, my wife recommended that I apply, and I was fortunate to be uh, selected. And, and just during my time in that program, I learned so much about the county that I've lived in for eight years, but realized I knew nothing about. Mm -hmm. uh, so the more I learned, the more I wanted to know. Uh, and I was just excited uh, to continue working and serving in the community uh, after the program ended. And fortunately for me, a, a position came available. I applied and was picked uh, to, to join the team. Okay. What um, branch of the military were you in? Army. Okay. Well, we'll hold that against you, but it's all good. <laughs> no, we, we thank you because, and I said that because my son serves in the Air Force, but yes, we do thank you for your service because it means a lot to us to know that was a choice that you decided to participate in, you know, now that we have you. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate it. And it's, it's one team, one fight. So it's, it's all good. Yes. We've had your director, Shanika Tace, on, uh, on this podcast a few episodes ago, and she gave us a good general overview of the program. 
Since then, can you tell us more about your areas and how the team has grown? Because at one time, I think it was just her and one person, and now it's, what, six of y'all or four? Seven total. Seven. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gracious. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, so um, I oversee the engagement section of the community outreach office. So in essence, what that really means is building relationships with community members, community leaders, business leaders, homeowners associations, um, making sure that we have a presence at a lot of community events, making sure that we are helping uh, community members and anyone in Gwinnett County really navigate um, any resources they need, any needs that they have, navigate offices in the in the county, um, and just really connect those dots. A lot of what we've also done is just um, supported and provided some thought leadership around some ongoing engagement initiatives like the Gwinnett Place Mall Redevelopment Plan, um, the open houses that we held for that, um, some of the redistricting town hall meetings. Um, so we are overseeing Welcoming Week, which I know we're going to probably talk about later today, sure. um, and helping with cultural observances. And right now we're actually working on having more of a regular presence in some of the key community locations and trying to be accessible in the community so folks aren't just having to come to us. Okay. And Nathan, is your title, are you on the same team? Because I know it's two different teams. Yes, we, we are on the same team. Uh, as as Nuri mentioned, uh, the seven of us comprise the Community Outreach Division. Uh, I have the honor of serving as Community Programs Manager, uh, and my team oversees uh, Gwinnett County's signature outreach programs, uh, the Gwinnett 101 Citizens Academy, um, head by, I'm sorry, uh, led by our coordinator, uh, Ms. Courtney Spencer, and the Gwinnett Youth Commission, led by our programs coordinator, Mr. Michael Rabelais. Uh, so the the Youth Commission uh, is for high school students, and we 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 work with the high school students in Gwinnett County on leadership development, civic engagement, and community service. And the Citizens Academy is for adults 18 and older, and they receive a, a behind-the-scenes look, a firsthand look at what Gwinnett County government offers, uh, the, the superior services that make Gwinnett County the best place to live, work, learn, and play. Uh, and then we also oversee the cultural observances, working with Nuri's team uh, to uh, engage the community when they come here to the Gwinnett Justice Administration Center. Okay, and we will talk a little bit more on that. But um, there's a program that I hadn't seen, but I know you're used to do, and it was called Dinner uh, Dialogue and Dinner or Dinner with a Dialogue, and it was on pause because of COVID. Yes. Is that something that you're planning to bring back? Because, and, and if do you know anything about that program? Because it was on pause. Yes, yes, we we are, we are familiar, uh, and the program is coming back. Uh, so we're looking forward to working with you and the rest of the members of the BOC and the community to uh, to make that vibrant again. And one of the things I like about the program, it was a registration program, and it was dinner in one of our districts. And so we would invite people to come out and have dinner. Um, of course, we were not paying for the dinner. Everybody's paying for it themselves because, you know, that was one of the things that we would do. But we had the opportunity to talk to some of our residents about whatever issues that were impacting them. And so that's something that I'm hoping that we could bring back because it's very important. Okay. So as you stated, the outreach program's main goal is to involve residents in Gwinnett County government and get out in the community to build trust. Why do you think this is important? Either one of y'all. Uh, yes, uh, thank you, Nuri. Uh, so um, I know it's important because it's, it's so important as the, as the second most populous county in Georgia uh, behind Fulton County. Uh, but as the most diverse county in the southeast, it's just so important for us to leverage of the diversity that we have here in the county <clears throat> uh, with nearly 985,000 residents, it is important for us to get out and meet people where they are, 
so that people can understand um, that uh, they are seen, they're heard, they're valued. And as Gwinnett County continues to grow, uh, not just uh, in population, but in, in business and as we continue to make uh, Gwinnett the, the desired destination and, and a place where everyone can thrive, it's important for everyone's voice to be heard and for their, their different strengths uh, and talents to be leveraged to make Gwinnett County the best it can be. And thank you for that. And one note, sometimes people tend to think only about ethnicity when they think about diversity. But we're so blessed in Gwinnett County that we have diversity in, even in age. And what I mean by that, we're the se- second We're the county with the second largest population of seniors. Mm -hmm. We're the county that, yes, we have a lot of different uh, cultures and and people here, but even in my district, the average age in District 4 is age 33. So I was thinking it would be a lot older, but it's not. And so even with that, we have so many types of diversity in our communities, and that helps to make us stronger. And recently I also found out in working with counties, out of 3,000 counties, over 3,000 counties, Gwinnett County is ranked number seventh in the United States for diversity. So that shows, just like you said, how important diversity is to us. So it's wonderful. Now, some of my favorite programs you've already mentioned, which was um, County, which is Gwinnett 101 and also the Gwinnett Youth Commissioner. What do you hope that residents gain from their experiences in these programs offered? And one thing that I had thought about, too, before you answer that is, is there any kind of way that we can use some of maybe some of the youth ambassadors next year in creating paid positions that they can help in the summertime at least, too? Have you thought about that? Because you know, we started our first career starts from here this yes. year. And I was thinking, wouldn't it be good if two youth ambassadors come back and help with the next yeah. class next year? So, yes. So, the, ma'am, the short answer is yes. Okay. Um, it is it is uh, it is a, a goal of ours. And we, we realize there's value um, in integrating with existing opportunities within county government. So we're, we're working with departments, as you mentioned, Career Starts Here and some others to identify talent. Uh, so that we can elevate those individuals and give them opportunities to to represent the county um, um, as those opportunities present themselves. Uh, the to answer the other part of your question, my my hope and my desire, uh, and our I believe our our office's desire is that through these programs, uh, people have the opportunity to to realize their own and develop their own testimony about their experience here in Gwinnett County. Uh, as I mentioned, living here for eight years, but not knowing much about the county mm-hmm. until I got that behind the scenes look, it just makes me really value where I live, um, where I, I raised my family. We moved here for the school district, uh, but it's just so important um, why we remain here because of the quality of life. Uh, you, you mentioned the diversity, but not just ethnic diversity, diversity of thought, diversity of opportunity. So all of those things are important. So we just hope that everyone has an opportunity to take their own personal experience away from these these programs um, and share it with their their community members to again make Gwinnett uh, and remain the uh, the desired place to live in the vibrantly connected community that we are. Hmm, thank you for that. One of the things in 2002, I actually moved to Gwinnett too for the schools, and we were not disappointed at, at all. And so we love our school system. We love uh, the services that are provided to us and to the residents here in Gwinnett. So Nori. Earlier, you spoke about the new opportunities that your team is working on to engage residents, Mm -hmm. like the tours of the Gwinnett Justice and Administration Center. I really didn't know that we did tours, and so that's very helpful. Um, 
How have these activities benefited residents and have you seen any impact from that? Oh, yeah, for sure. So we're doing tours of the Gwinnett Justice and Administration Center once a month on Fridays um, and they are open to the public. And so basically we take that opportunity to give them a tour of the entire building, both the court side and the administration side. So the justice side and the administration side. Um, I really I know there was a need for this before I got here and there were some tours that would happen here and there, or one staff member would do them as they were requested. Um, so I wanted to turn this into a routine thing. Um, but it, it was especially guided by the fact that a lot of our community members have shared that they are sometimes fearful of coming to the building. Really? They're uncomfortable um, just because, you know, it's it's a big building. It's a justice building. The court sometimes isn't always the nicest thing that people think about, um, but really to just combat that fear and, and to try to cultivate some comfort, um, I thought it would be a good opportunity to just bring the public um, at least once a month. And so um, the impact, I think, has been great. A lot of folks during the tours, um, we do do a post-assessment. So we gather some feedback from folks um, about what can be done better, what they really enjoyed, what some of their takeaways were. Uh, the common theme in a lot of their takeaways is that they just had no idea that any of this was happening, right? Um, so they might drive by the building. They might see the building. Um, they might come here for court or maybe to pay some taxes or a ticket. But um, they just weren't aware of all the even great things that are happening in the building. So that's what I think has been the biggest takeaway, um, kind of uh, combating some of those fear myths and and getting folks more comfortable, um, but them just learning about and feeling more connected to us because this is, you know, absolutely their government. Yes. And we want them to come here and utilize whatever services are rendered here. And I know sometimes I walk throughout the building just talking to people because I like to do that. <laughs> and I just talk to people. And the question they always ask me, and I always get confused myself at times, is where's the deeds office? And so I'm just like, uh, what side? But then I realize it's on the county government side mm -hmm. and not on the judicial side. But it's one of those things that we do offer a lot of services here. Yeah. So for both of you, what is your favorite program or event that community community outreach may offer and why? Um, I would have to say the Pride Party. Um, okay. So this was the second year of us hosting a Pride Party. Um, I think I'm a little biased because when I first started, um, that was one of my first projects. Okay. So I had two weeks to pull off the inaugural Pride Party um, just because of the way the time aligned. Um, and it was a great time. Yeah, yes. I think it um, I think it met some expectations. I think it maybe exceeded some expectations. Um, but it was just really fulfilling to see um in my first two, three weeks in the role that government was, that we were fun, that we were at least, you know, trying to kind of change that narrative that some folks have about us always being buttoned up and serious. Um, and of course, you know, we were, the, the purpose of Pride is to celebrate folks that aren't usually um, safe or seen or welcomed. Um, so I think, you know, we are just continuing to make sure that folks are included in our community. So it's just a great time. All right. What about you, Nick? Now, I know this sounds like a safe answer, but I, I, I like all of our events and programs the same. Um, but for, for me, my, my, my greatest takeaway is the, the aha moment uh, that I see on people's faces. Um, for our youth commissioners, when they, they have the opportunity to meet with commissioners like yourself or meet the different departments and learn uh, about how fortunate they are here to live here in Gwinnett, um, or um, our, our adults when they're they're walking through the, their 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 twelve week journey in the Citizens Academy and they're learning about the services that are provided, um, and they they think about that experience when they leave Gwinnett 
and then they come back and it just feels different. They say, oh, so that's what that is, or that's what splost means, right? And, and they just see all the work that goes into creating this lifestyle that they enjoy so much. So I just, the greatest takeaway for me is that aha moment when people get to see for themselves what it, what it is that makes Gwinnett County so great. You know, my favorite program, because I know you would like to ask me that, <laughs> is the Youth Commissioner's program when it's the Q&A. Mm. It was phenomenal this past summer when we were open to any questions that they have. And to see that our young people are thinking of the future and that they're, you can't put them in a mode, that is so, it just made me feel so wonderful and so confident that our future will continue to be strong in Gwinnett County because we have strong leaders coming up through the Youth Commissioner Program. So what we'll do right now, we'll take a quick break. And when we return, we will talk about outreach celebrations, events happening this fall. Okay, sounds Thank good. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, I'm Fabi Canales with Gwinnett Community Outreach. We're excited to ramp up our community outreach events this fall. Welcoming Week brings together neighbors of all backgrounds to build strong connections and affirm the importance of our welcoming and inclusive community. Also, during Welcoming Week, don't miss our three partnered events, the African Immigrant Heritage Month Reception, Welcoming Week Read Aloud, and Citizens Clinic. Learn more about all our Welcoming Week events by visiting GwinnettCounty.com. Also, save the date for our Hispanic Latino Heritage Month celebration on Tuesday, October 4th at 6 p.m. at the Gwinnett Justice and Administration Center. We'll celebrate heritage and culture with fellowship, performances, food, and more. Follow County on social media at the Gwinnett Gov to keep up with our celebration of Hispanic Latino Heritage Month beginning September 15th. Now, back to the conversation. Thank you for those announcements. Now, before I get to an additional question about Welcoming Network, I want to talk a little bit about our kaleidoscope and our logo that we all are wearing. One of the things that we do with this, we feel in county government that is about bringing people together, bringing communities together. And I think it's really important that to have you here to, so that you can share what is your perspective when you see this Gwinnett County logo and, is, and we as a whole think, of, think it's about bringing people together. What are your perspective about the kaleidoscope? Yeah. Um, I, I think about exactly that, bringing folks together. And um, I, from a social science perspective, I think about um, not expecting folks to assimilate, right? And really respecting folks for the differences. So one of the analogies I know that has come up is really um, our country, in this case, our county, we can say, um, being like a salad, right? A tossed salad where all the ingredients are important rather than a melting pot where we're all melting to be the same thing. So that's really what I think about. I think about all the colors and all the portions of the kaleidoscope really coming together and making this one bigger picture and bigger structure that um, really just resembles what we try to practice and live by. I like that analogy of a salad because I like beets. A lot of people <laughs> don't, so I would have beets in my salad. What about you, Nathan? What are, what are your thoughts? I, um, I hearken back to my, my military experience and just understanding that um, our diversity is our strength. So leveraging uh, unique talents, abilities, um, the, the differences are, are what make us great. Uh, when we can, especially when we realize that we're more similar than different, uh, no matter who we are, where we come from. 
So the, the beauty of, of, of the kaleidoscope and, and just every, all the thought that went into it, um, is, is realizing the interconnectedness. Uh, again, all of the diversity that we have, age, race, gender, whatever the case may be here in Gwinnett County, um, just seeing and hearing everyone for who they really are and, and, and allowing people to bring their authentic selves, uh, to live, work, learn and play in Gwinnett, um, to make us the vibrantly connected community that we are. Right. We're going to utilize him as a commercial board. <laughs> We're going to give him some more words. But one of the things that I really have been saying as I become more and more, and more aware of the diversity in our county is diversity is our strength, but inclusivity is our power. And one of the reasons why we want to make sure that even being a participant in the welcoming network, that we believe that we should be inclusive. Everybody should be included with that. So I'm going to turn to you, Nori, mm-hmm. and say that last year around this time, we officially became members of a nationwide in- initiative called the Welcoming Network. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us what that means and how it impacts our community? Yeah, for sure. So the uh, Welcoming America Network is made up of over 300 uh, local nonprofit, well, county, uh, countrywide nonprofits and local governments that are really working to, um, create inclusive spaces, um, whatever that looks like in their capacity, right? In their work, um, especially for refugees, immigrants, and newcomers. And so being a part of this network just really means we have access to, um, different tools and resources, technical assistance and technical assistance and best practices about what other local governments, what other nonprofits are doing. Um, and then just being a part of really um, almost a support system of folks that are uh, building a more inclusive and welcoming uh, country, county, city, you know, whatever the case uh, for immigrants and newcomers. Are there any misnomers that's attached to a welcoming net- network? Are there anything are there any actions by this network or people may think may be challenges or something that can impact us in a negative way? Is there anything that you can share about that? Um, no, nothing that I can, nothing that I can think of. I know, you know, some of the, um, encouragements that the network has, especially for local governments is to, uh, you know, hold a proclamation, to have a proclamation saying that, you know, we are a welcoming county, that we do support welcoming, uh, refugees, immigrants, newcomers, um, and really some activation and education, whether that be through festivals, through programming, through educational initiatives. Um, but there's really no requirements and there's really, um, it's really no different than what we were already doing. Um, it's really just more so formally becoming a part of this, um, of this network of, like I said, 300 plus organizations. Okay. This month we will celebrate uh, Welcome Week for the second time. What are we doing this year to celebrate? Yeah, so Welcome and Week will take place September 9th through September 19th. And so we have a few things that we are both partnering with and sponsoring and co and hosting here in our building. Um, so the first thing we will be celebrating African Immigrants Heritage Month on September 9th. Um, here at the Gwinnett Justice and Administration Center. We are going to be co-hosting a multilingual read aloud, mostly for kids, um, with our Gwinnett County Public Libraries. We are going to be promoting the Asian American Advancing Justice Citizenship Clinic that will happen later in the month of September. And then we are going to close out Welcome and Week with a festival um, here at the Gwinnett Justice and Administration Center on September 10th, that morning. Um, and that will really just be a celebration to just culminate Welcome and Week um, and just bring together, you know, everyone in our community. It's it's free. It's open to the public. Um, and it just really will be a celebration of 
immigrants, newcomers, and the diversity that we have here in Gwinnett County. Okay, that sounds exciting, especially I would love to, to participate and go to the libraries and hear the readings. I think that's going to be exciting. Yeah. So I'm going to put some dates down on my calendar so I can pop into some of the libraries also. So right on the heels of Welcoming Week, we know that Hispanic Latino Heritage Month also starts around September 15th, if I'm not mistaken. How are we celebrating this year and what can residents expect? Mm -hmm. So on, um, so here at the Gwinnett Justice Administration Center, uh, from the 15th of September to the 15th of October, we will have uh, cultural displays in the atrium. Um, we will also, on the 4th of October, be hosting a, a cultural observance celebration night uh, honoring the, the influence and the contributions of our Hispanic and Latino community members, uh, both past and present, uh, and anticipated for the future. So we're excited about having our opening up the doors of the Gwinnett Justice Administration Center for the community to come and see uh, the, the items, the displays. There will be uh, informational display boards so people can get a feel for uh, or an education on, on history uh, and influence of these vital community members. So we're looking forward to that. So what type of work do y'all participate in behind the scenes to get ready for events like what you just mentioned? What are some of the things that you do as part of your job? How do you reach the different communities to invite them here? Yeah, um, I think that's the essence of outreach work, right? Um, yeah. I, I made a, I made a joke with Shanika, our director, once, um, when we were at lunch at a Cuban restaurant, um, because I said, you know, it, it's like we never turn off. So, um, I try to really, uh, visit different businesses, restaurants in the county, and I really use those as opportunities to learn about them, to learn about who they are, to learn about their story, how they got here, you know, what they do, what they know, who they know, because that's usually who connects us to even more resources. Um, so a lot of times when it comes to events like welcoming weeks or cultural celebrations, it's really the community that takes us right back to what we need. Um, you know, we had lunch last week um, and I was talking to the restaurant owner. And she was like, I have like 10, 15 performers I can give you there of all, you know, parts of the Latinx diaspora. So, um, so that's really how I've learned to find them. And it's really, I think it's that bittersweet piece of outreach is almost never turned off. Well, I, I, it's really good for us to hear that because one of the things we strive to do in Gwinnett County, too, is to have partnerships and develop strong partnerships in the community. And it sounds like that's what you're doing, um, even though I haven't been invited on those lunch dates. But, you know, that's another story. <laughs> OK, next one. <laughs> All right. But lastly, for the listeners who might want to get involved, what resources can you direct them to to find out about more information? And you're welcome to speak right into the camera. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want to invite everyone to to check out Gwinnett County's homepage uh, and, and you can take a look for Gwinnett 101 Citizens Academy and the Gwinnett Youth Commission. Uh, these programs are, are both are ongoing right now. We uh, just started the uh, a cohort with the youth commissioners. So we've got 27 high school kids going through our, our year long program right now. And next week we start the fall cohort of the Citizens Academy. Uh, but people are more than welcome to go on the Web page uh, and apply because we've got a spring cohort, cohort that will be starting in April of 2023. All right. Uh, Would you like to say something? Yes. Um, I also want to add that we have a uh, recurring presence on Atlanta Radio Korea, and that's accessible in all Korean. Um, and we also have a regular presence on La Raza Radio, which is recorded in Spanish. Um, and I think those are two great resources for those folks for um Korean language and Spanish language specifically. It's good to hear. So thank you both for coming today. And I'm sure I'll be seeing more of you in the coming weeks to celebrate Welcoming Week and Hispanic Latino Heritage Month. And for lunch. 
and for lunch. (laughs) (laughs) So to keep up with new podcast episodes, follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform or visit the podcast section on GwinnettCounty.com. You can also watch the video version of the podcast on TV Gwinnett and Vimeo. Until next time, always remember, we are much better working together.